0: Coming to you live from KUCI eighty eight point nine FM at Irvine, it is sports matters. I am Kevin and sitting across from me is Myself. <laughs> <Matt> <laughs> going, myself, how you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> not too bad how are you great great we're just having a good time by the way ladies and gentlemen that is matt burt the famous matt burt the creator of sports matters famous famous by who by, by who? standards by K-U-C-I, oh, right here geez. right now ah oh, jeez. <laughs> you can tell who had their coffee this morning dude who had their <laughs> coffee Oh, you know I did. Did I you? Did, not, did you have no, a little shot? I did, shot I, I did not. We got to get you a. You know what? That's your wish list. When's your birthday? When's my
1: birthday. It's, it's going to be a long time is waiting it, for some is espresso. <laughs> your birthday? No, Christmas is not sooner, but only by a little bit. Get you a espresso maker or
0: something. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Nespresso. Nespresso. If you're listening, sponsor me. I need a free machine. Well, Anyways, we have, we have lots to talk about. Anyways. Literally,
0: last weekend, last week we were talking about the NBA dropping the one and done, and guess what? They're going to do it. I see people
1: listen. They're like, Matt. You
0: no, know? I know the pros and cons. One of the cons is, yes, you'll get the agents going back and recruiting high school players. But you think about it. You look in, the, in just the history of the NBA, like how many percent of high school players actually made it to the NBA and had successful careers? Whoa. There weren't that many high school players that could jump from the high school onto the professional level.
1: I mean, yeah, you, you had guys like Kwame Brown is a prime example of someone yes. that went straight from high school school to the NBA and was clearly not mature enough to deal with um, the rigors of the NBA season it's a lot to deal with 82 games you're playing back-to-back games nightly sometimes I mean it's you're
0: traveling all around the country different time zones it's tough. But this time around, there's a little caveat, which actually is a good thing, is let's say you graduated high school and you're this awesome basketball player, but you're not quite ready to compete on the NBA level, so to speak. But you can go you straight did, to the G League. Yeah, you go straight to the G League, get basically minor league pay. That is so a, now it's set up kind of like baseball, as it should have been for since beginning of time. That, to me,
1: was the best idea the NBA had, was the fact that you can go straight to the G League if you're not you know quite ready and to me this rule took way too long for them to come up with but i will give adam silver credit for doing the right thing and thinking it through well also did you hear the the news from yesterday new jersey might be legalizing sports betting that has some major implications around the rest of the nation
0: true if i was the nba though even though gambling's legal, let's say they legalize it in New Jersey. Well, again, there's no NBA team in well, New Jersey.
1: The, I'm just going to tie it back to the kind of how this relates well, to the NBA. Atlantic City. No, no, no. I'm tying yeah. it back to how the NBA is thinking about legalizing NBA. Bets. they're considering that and then taking a cut of whatever you know profits whatever you know people spend yeah, on it we talked about this before we, we? we talked about yeah. it before and that's yeah. where i'm tying it this was news because new jersey is potentially legalizing sports betting then
0: mm. and, and that has national implications so we'll, we'll see what happens people there. Bet on sports as it is i know regardless if it's legal if it's illegal granted you don't want to make it easy where you're going to games and you're like hey i can bet a bet, and I go sit down and watch the game.
1: Well, that's kind of like what they're thinking, you know, is are they going to have it be like, you go to like a sports bar, and you have a bookie there, or whatever it is, I mean... I'm not as familiar with everything there but is it going to be you go to a game and there's like a little like sports betting lounge and you can go and you can you know have a beverage well, You've been to the
0: horse races?
1: Yeah, is is it, it like that? It,
0: yeah, it, it could be set up like that where you just go to the computer and just be like boom 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 put your little get Carding, your money or yeah. your card and you transfer your money to your card and yeah I,
1: to me, you have to regulate it because people have some yes.
0: serious problems with you
1: know spending astronomical amounts of money and, and going broke from sports betting. Is it's it's like it's a tough. It's I mean it's an addiction for sure. There is oh yes, th- there's addictive qualities to that. So they need to figure out a way to regulate it. And they're making it easier.
0: And they're making it easier. That's why I'm saying they need to regulate it. But when you have a family <laughs> atmosphere, so to speak, and you're going to an NBA professional game. The last thing you want to see is like betting kiosks uh, unless it's set up like a lounge where you yeah. walk into a lounge and then you can make your bets and come back out
1: i'd agree with that you make it into a lounge make it have like a, a security person there checking ids like make it something that you know is, is hidden to the kind of the family atmosphere
0: but yeah well, i agree with you i just hope they whatever comes out of it i uh, just hope it's more positive than negative I know.
1: I mean, and right now with everything that's going on with basketball in general, stuff that's going down in the NCAA. You know, part of me wants to see what these findings because it's just sources at this point. I know we we talked about this before on last week's show, and I was I was for. And then the NCAA comes out, well, we're going to make some changes. We're going to have Condoleezza Rice come in and figure out a way to you know make some changes. But what can they really
0: change? You know, the NBA just made the biggest change for them, right? But also as a high school talent. You graduate high school. Yeah, but now you got choices. Do you go to... Now if you're not good enough to be on the NBA level, and you go to the G League, or would it be better to go to college? Because I think the college experience is so much better. You really learn the game. You're It's, it's more of a... You're spoon-feeding it. You're going up to the college rules. You're playing against great programs. You're playing against equal or better talent than you. It makes you a better player. And then you can enter into the NBA draft. I don't know what would be the better choice for the high school athlete. Obviously, I always recommend want to college well, that kind of goes down the college experience is just a great experience right. looks well, around the corner we got the ncaa tournament that's gonna to be a lot of fun well,
1: it, it, yeah and we do have that coming up it depends on the person it depends on how you were brought up um you know it just it depends on it's a case-to-case basis but like you were saying the ncaa tournament is around the corner but we still have some tournament play to figure out um, amongst all these various leagues the Pac-12 tournament has not started but i think the one that we're most interested in the one is starting today today the Big West tournament yes UCI opens up against Hawaii they're one and one against them on the season they had to go to Hawaii and they won which was a you know that was a i i alluded to that being a great win because you had to play Pretty much, you had to play a game, get on a flight to Hawaii, and then play a game in Hawaii with the time difference and everything, and that's tough to do and to be able to overcome all that. Play well, but it's,
0: you're just at the game. At UC I was Davis. just at the
1: yeah. It, it that they're was tough. playing good ball. that have been playing really good. Ball. I I know that people are you know they look at that and they're like, oh we lost. Oh man, why what we lost double overtime. We had so many chances to win. Stop, stop, stop! In the long run, the Big West tournament is more important to me than losing the UC Davis on senior night. Obviously, you don't want to lose a game on senior night. You know, all the everyone's families there and whatnot. But that was a great game. Yeah, it was a hard fought game. It was a hard fought game, and you have to give you got to give the hats off to the UC Davis uh, number zero. I forget his name, but he's he's been their, their best player. Shorts, Shorts the third, he was their best player. He led them in all categories. Unbelievable job by him. And also you have Johns, who shot the lights out at 60% from three. Some things you just can't overcome, and that's a hot night from shooting. You live and you die by the three, and today they lived. We'll see about it in the tournament. But... I like our chances. I like the bracket that we play in. I Absolutely.
0: It. And you look at the beginning of the season, it was a rough go, rough start. But once Big West uh, Conference play started, they were starting to come together because it's still kind of a new team. Every year, this college team, when, when you lose, especially you lose three big catalysts of the team from a year ago, how they came together. It took time for teams to come together, develop that rhythm, develop that camaraderie, and look at them now. And, and so we're we're in a bracket with obviously we we play
1: Hawaii first. Um and that's that's a game that is gonna be interesting. Um obviously we we played well against Hawaii historically during the season, but it's a whole different tournament atmosphere. And then if you're looking at either Cal Poly or UCSB, I mean, both of them, we did have success in the regular season. So, you know, looking at kind of the little sub-bracket that UCI is in, it's okay that we lost to Davis. It's totally like, you know, Davis has to go through some pretty well, good... I days. don't
0: think they're okay with it, but that's good. You... you... No,
1: obviously fire. you're never yeah. okay with losing, but you, you have to like look <laughs> no, at I know it. What you're saying, you got to take everything for a grain of salt. I mean, True. now you're now you're in a bracket that I think is is more suitable for UCI style of play. And you look at UC Davis's; they got to go up against Long Beach State. And the one thing that they are not very great at, in my opinion, I think they are a great basketball team. And me and me and Tom are getting to argue about this, but they have a tough time guarding the interior. Like they have a tough time guarding the big guys. They don't have a whole lot. Of size to them right so and you look at what long beach state has a lot of size to them so you, you kind of like you have to look at it on a case-by-case basis so going into this big west tournament it's going to be going to be a fun one to watch starts on thursday and uh definitely check it out um if you can make it to the honda center go bring your rowdiness
0: bring your friends it's a fun time this is the March Madness. I mean, we're here. It's here. We've made it. You got the conference tournaments coming up. You know, some of the schools on Sunday actually won their conference outright, like my alma mater, University of Cincinnati.
1: Mm-hmm. Bumped Beat. back
0: up to number eight, and they got the number two seed right now in the NCAA tournament, which Beat is the Wichita for that program. State, Unbelievable job. But. Still, you got Virginia and Villanova. I think are the are the teams to beat in this tournament. Yeah. I think they're the, the most solid team. They're the the great basketball programs. Duke is right up there. Xavier is going to be another tough nugget to beat. So it's good. It's, that's what I love about this tournament. You just you just don't know. Yeah, who's go- there's a lot who's of
1: uncertainty. I mean, it's it'll be an interesting, interesting, interesting tournament. There, I don't see there's very many big players this year, right, compared to years past, but. Um, I'm just excited for March Madness. It's just like there's no cloud over my
0: head. Like you know, I'm super excited about that. I think everyone is. Everyone's kind of like you know getting their brackets together, so to speak. And there, there'll be some jockeying, you know, with this uh, conference tournaments to see how these play out, so other teams could bump up or down. Or so a little birdie told me that you have some tennis news for us. I sure do. Starting today will be the final tournament of the hard, hard court season. That being the Paribas Open, the ATP 1000, Association of Tennis Professionals, right here in our backyard. Well, a couple hours inland, that being Indian Wells. And a lot of big names are going to be there. Roger Federer, Novak Djokovic is going to be back. He's going to be there. Serena, she's going to be back. She's going to be playing all, just about every, every woman's top 50 are going to be in this tournament this is a pretty good sized tournament now they only play best of three but it's a great tournament and guess who else is going to be there me whoa i'm going to the opening round so i'm going to try to get some up close and you you should have applied for a media pass they would have given it to you i'm sure they would have i didn't know how to go about all that (laughs) but we got some good seats got some ground passes so i'm going to be bouncing around checking out you know especially in the opening rounds you can see a lot of tennis matches but just watch different players and their style and you know how you know get through the first round and you really get to see like um, not so much the top tier players will be there so you you'll get to see them you know here and there but you get to see like you know the middle group you know the ones that are coming up and you know some it's gonna be some really great tennis but this is actually a very important tennis uh, tournament because it closes out hardcore season then coming up is clay season that's Rafina dolls mm. yeah you know. That's, mm-hmm. that's his uh the king of clay yes he is the king of clay hopefully he's going to be healthy enough to start his clay season but anyway yep that's it on the tennis news so <laughs> i will definitely have some more info for you next tuesday so stay tuned all you tennis fans well i have a special treat for you you know it was the oscars this past weekend true
1: and i think it's fitting that we have an award show on sports matters because of the oscar season i know It's probably already been done yesterday, but I had this idea on Saturday before the Oscars, so I'm doing it. Yeah, but we're doing it our style. We're doing it our style. Play the drum roll. And for our first award, we have the most stylish NBA jersey. I have four categories for this nominees. We have the Golden State Warriors, NBA, the town jerseys. As one of the nominees. Then we also have the Miami Vice jerseys for the Miami Heat. And last but not least, the Lakers with the snakeskin jerseys. Very beautiful. All very beautiful and uh, all deserving of the award. But it's going to
0: go to the Miami Vice. Uh, you know, I was gonna say I was gonna say Miami. I thought that, you were gonna say the Warriors.
1: No, I can't. That that was just such a cool. They they hit a home run on that jersey.
0: Yeah. Honestly, all
1: three of them are amazing. They all look good. So, I think the NBA with Nike
0: with coming out with these new styles is it, well. Justin Winslow definitely made that jersey look good. <laughs> oh, last night! Oh my, yeah, my he gosh! Drove from the three point line in for that slam dunk. That was
1: beautiful. <laughs> That was very beautiful. For our next award, we have the most inspirational athlete. First, we have Shaquem Griffin. I don't know if anyone knows about his backstory. He is the UCF linebacker safety specialist. Had an inspirational combine. With one hand, he lifted the bench press 225 pounds 22 times. That is incredible. And then... To top it off, he runs a 3 or a 438. Unbelievable athlete with four, three, one, eight and With, 40. with wow. one hand and he doesn't he doesn't, you know, he he wants to be an inspiration to people with thinking that disabilities matter. He wants to be the person that, you know, well, you have to see them as a normal football player. That's what he's going for. He, well, that's, that's who he is. That's who he is. He is a normal yeah. football
0: player. He's a, probably going to be a great football player.
1: He just has one less hand than me, and he's going to be. A, he is already a better football player, and he has one less hand than me. So <laughs> he is a, one of our inspirational athletes. The other one that we have is Nick Foles, um, just for his incredible season last year. To, to be able to step in for Carson Wentz, and the to, the year prior, thinking I, I might not want to play football anymore. That's a pretty inspirational. And it's kind thing. of a
0: redemption because he's bounced around, been a backup, and he was also part of that Chip Kelly experiment. He was. And the last
1: inspirational athlete we have is Chris Long. He donated his entire NFL salary for this season to a charity. That's pretty that inspiring. That's really cool. And uh, I think the award is going to go to Chris Long because that is that's something that I have never seen before. I have seen. You know, Although all of them are fitting of the award, I think Chris Long best exemplifies what that means. Um, the next one is the best personality. The best personality is between Joel Embiid, Greg Popovich, and Jalen Ramsey. Who? Oh, such a tough decision. Such a tough decision because they all have different kind of styles of personalities. Uh, I vote for Coach Pop. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Joel Embiid on this one. But I think we're differing in that award. But Sports Matters can give two awards. How about that? That's how
0: we're Don't different. He wins it. He wins it. But I like Coach Pop.
1: I think Coach Pop is, has an amazing personality, too. And I, th- I think that's a good category award. Um, the next is the Unsung Hero Award. And this is the NBA's Unsung Hero for this season. And uh, the first one is Lou Williams. For not getting the recognition that he deserves for what he's done for the Clippers, he is definitely an unsung hero. Um, the next one is Al Horford. That team has been very successful. The the Celtics have been very successful the entire season, and Al Horford has been a part of it, um, a yeah, major he's part the rock of it. in the middle. And then the other one is C.J. McCollum for the Trailblazers. Unbelievable job! I know that they played Portland last night. The Lakers, Lakers did. Yeah,
0: yeah. Lost so. by five points. Brandon Ingram wasn't playing. They, uh, Neither was Josh Hart. They still fought really hard. But I have to give credit to Lonzo Ball. He's shooting the ball really well now. Yeah, ever since he came back from injury, he got so much criticism early on. Oh, he's a bust. And you look at him now, like, oh, okay. This is what. This is why they drafted him number two. Anyway, continue. So, if you were to give an unsung hero award, who would you give it to? Hmm.
1: That's a tough call. It, both, I know. I, I gave good category nominees in all of these. So, what did you select? <laughs> I selected Lou Williams. I, I, yeah, it's a, it's a toss up Sweet between Lou. the three. Sweetly, yeah. but just because of the, the run he went on when they just were, they were struggling. They didn't have DeAndre Jordan. I mean, and then they traded Blake Griffin. He's been so. So much adversity, and for him to put up the numbers that he's done this hey, entire they're season.
0: Knocking on the door, they're like fighting with uh, Denver Nuggets for it, the eighth. It
1: season. is a giant log jam in the NBA between both the leagues or uh, the both the divisions, I should say. It's a giant log jam because you could go. The Portland Trailblazers were an eighth, and they just bumped up all the way to third. That's just what happened in the NBA's Western Conference. You don't just make that meteoric rise that quickly. It's a huge log well, jam. Well, yes, you got you got one ninth two
0: seed. 34 wins all the way up to the third seed, which is 38 wins. So a lot of teams have 38, 36, 37, 38, 37, 35. But it's just slightly different win percentages. It's So,
1: it's, so the third team is the Trailblazers, and they won last night. But right. going into that game, they were a three-game difference
0: between the eighth seed. And the Pelicans have been surging, too. They're actually at the fourth seed. They've won eight Davis. straight.
1: Anthony Davis is unreal. Anyways, we're still on this award show. We're I still have a few more nominees. Got to give a shout
0: out to Kobe Bryant. Got to give a shout out. First this NBA is player This is an ever, honor
1: ever in honor of Kobe Bryant's Oscar-winning performance. Yes. Congrats to you, Mr. Bryant. Here is the best feuds category. We have Levar Ball versus Donald Trump. We have wow. Zaza versus Russell Westbrook, and we have Sean Miller versus ESPN.
0: Well, i am going to go with Lavar versus President Trump.
1: Yeah, I'm going with the I think
0: I want to see that go down.
1: That was that was probably the best feud of this year in my opinion. There's there's no, there's no way back that there's between either of those no, two. No, I know it was crazy. I mean, <laughs> the, he he basically he talked his way all the way up to the presidency and that is that is beyond unbelievable to me. Uh the best winter olympics story we have Sean White wins gold. We have a Korean reunion, or we have the U.S.
0: men's curling team. Which one was your favorite story? Korean reunion. Korean reunion. I like the fact that North Korea and South Korea are talking again after many, many, many years of conflict. And that's why sports matters. I know we touched that on Austin's show last week, yeah, and I still stand by that. So that's who I'm going with. Nope.
1: I think that was a great category, and I, I totally agree with you. The award goes to the Koreans. Yes. 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 I probably got one. <laughs> and our next award goes to the best female athlete. Now, here's the tough decision: Do you pick between Chloe Kim, the gold medalist, 17-year-old half-pipe super specialist, Sierra. Sierra so why am I saying that Sierra right? no Williams Serena Serena, yeah, I, Serena. I I knew it. as soon as I said it I was like oh my gosh and then I said it again mm-hmm. Serena Williams and last but not least the comeback of Michelle Weir of Michelle We yeah I, I need my coffee I'll anyways
0: 17 year old the 17
1: year old Chloe Kim only yeah. because Chloe Kim uh, Serena Williams hasn't played tennis pretty much this well, whole she's year, be but sure she is, to she, is Wells.
0: she is the lifetime female athlete God, of the year. If I see her on the court, I'm I'm staying. The next is the best
1: male athlete, and this is you know this will be our final award, and we have LeBron James. I mean, it's fitting that he be in any best of male course. athlete, and then uh, Roger Federer, Mike Trout, Tom Brady. And we got a newcomer this year. We got Giannis Akantayumbo. Uh,
0: I'm about to say Roger Federer. Roger, yeah, of course. I knew you were going to say Roger Federer. It, it, and I mean, I was going to say Tom Brady, but Roger Federer, what he's done with tennis or where he's at right now. And it's it's just amazing what he's doing. And only trailing Jimmy Connors by 12 tournament victories. Yeah.
1: When, when I did this award show last year, I gave it to LeBron James. And he will be a repeat winner, unfortunately. (laughs) I can't give it to any of the
0: other other nominees. But I can't disagree too much because he's the the greatest of all time. He's such a great human being. He does a lot of great things for the city of Cleveland and for the NBA. This season
1: especially, you have to look at what LeBron James has had around him and have looked at what he's done, and you have to be like, okay, he is on another level of basketball greatness. I'm sorry to say it like he's he wins the best male athlete of the year for the Sports Matters radio show. And uh, last well, but not least we have a quick Ducks update. Exactly.
0: Yes. I was reading your mind. We fit
1: we hey, we fit it all in perfect. We were, <laughs> I was worried about that this morning, but we got it all in. We're not anyway, that far
0: back. Looks like Nashville took over the best record we're in not the that Western Conference. We're
1: not that far back. A big win against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Big win against the Blue uh, against the Blackhawks. So these Ducks are looking good. They got to play the Capitals. They got to play the Capitals tonight. So we'll see how that kind of goes over, but the Ducks ha- made a lot of good moves during the trade deadline. A lot of moves that I liked. You know, they got Adam Henrique, right. which was you know that was a very big pickup and for them. This is a time
0: where they all come together. Oh yeah, hence the song we're listening to. They
1: they signed one of the gold me- the gold medal captain for Team
0: Canada, Kelly. Well, I like it. Yeah, they're gonna be great. And I'll tell you this. Big West Conference tournament starts off tonight, so Thursday! Peter, zot zot on the way. It starts Thursday. There's a few things going on tonight. Are uh, you talking about the women's? Yes, there you go. Ladies. Come on, can't forget about the ladies. I I don't know who they're playing because it's undecided yet. Yeah, well, they're playing. Those two teams are playing tonight, but I like their odds too. Come on, they've had a great season. They've really turned around. After last year only winning six games and they're in the big West the tur- tournament, they're probably gonna get into the NIT, maybe even hey, a so hey. still in play. Ladies hey. and gentlemen, it's
1: still in play. Coach T with the turnaround. Can she get you know come back, Coach of the Year?
0: absolutely freaking yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. I think that pretty much wraps that, it up. We got all sports matters.